and welcome to Africa Watch on the Dr. Mumbi Show. My name is Dr. Mumbi Saraki. How are you guys doing? How's everything going? So many exciting things happening this week on the continent of Africa. We are just so like overjoyed and happy and excited and all that stuff. Just we're happy. We're happy. Thank you to every single person who has subscribed to the channel. Thanks to every single person that is supporting us. We appreciate each and every one of you. Don't forget to like and share the videos. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Thanks to every single person who has donated through our PayPal account. I have been sending all of you individual messages. Um, you know, feel free to respond. I appreciate you so much. Because of you, we have been able to upgrade our security and uh, release the show more often. So great things are coming, especially we're excited about everything that's happening because so many things are happening on the continent that we might even have to start, you know, increasing the, the frequency of the shows. But maybe that, those are 2019 Manenos, as we say. 20, Manenos basically means like things <laughs> in, in, you know, in Kiswahili. Anyway, uh, so exciting things happening in Ethiopia. Now, I don't know if you guys saw that this Ethiopian pri prime minister is awesome. Abiy Ahmed, he's doing amazing things. What? So uh, he has revoked some land, and I'll be getting into that shortly. But the biggest, the other big news that he has done is he has actually, so he created his cabinet, um, his ministers, etc. 50% of them are women. And he did that because um, he believed that not only do we need to start, does he need to start changing the psyche and kind of idea of women in his nation, but he also stressed that he hired 50% of women to his cabinet because he believed the women were more honest, more hardworking, and less corrupt. Hey, those are the words from the prime minister, not from me. So don't be saying I'm biased, but I was just like, yeah. So, so, so amazing because he was just like, we need to start changing the psyche of, you know, of, of men in Africa, basically, and men in his nation to start seeing that women are just as capable to lead. And you know what? This is really exciting because when we hear about, you know, we're in the end time dispensation, you know, this show is prophetic. So I really do talk a lot about this. It has always been said that the Most High would raise an army of women. Um, and, you know, women would be at the forefront of this end time dispensation. So this is absolutely amazing, amazing, amazing stuff. But anyway, that is not what has brought us here today. Uh, he actually took some land back. So uh, the Ethiopian prime minister has taken back 412 point six hectares of land which were held by investors, uh, 95 individuals and businesses were affected and it included um, for Ethiopian born Saudi billionaire Mohammed Hussein Al Amodi. He had 55 companies associated with his com uh, with Midrock and Midrock is basically the Mohammed International Development Resource Organization and the reason this land was reclaimed is because these guys had been given um, they'd been given special deals. All all the way back in like 2005 so they'd been given special contracts to develop um, shopping centers to develop uh, different kinds of industries hotels businesses um, media centers in the heart of Addis Ababa but what they did is they just fenced the different pieces of land and just and never did anything with it since 2005 and so you know Addis Ababa has four million residents and what these and these plots which are in real prime locations 
locations have not been used. And the agreement was that not only would they create these industries, but they'd create jobs for the four million, well, at least some of the four million youth living in Addis Ababa. It never happened. And um, so the, the government took it back. <laughs> this is awesome. Now, 19 Ethiopian government agencies were also affected. That's ironic. Um, 18 companies which were related to African diplomats um, or foreign African governments and ha also had their licenses revoked. And um, But the hardest hit was this, you know, Saudi-born um, he's not even a prince. He's just a billionaire, a billionaire, Saudi, uh, you know, Ethiopian-born Saudi. Uh, he had been given 33,000 square feet in the heart of, heart of Addis to build a city center, and it never happened. So this is really exciting, and this is just shows you that, you know, Things are happening on the continent. Things are happening. And we must remember that, you know, the reason Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed actually was what came into power was because of this land issue. It was because of not just, I mean, not just in Addis, but on the in the country it was partly because he represents the biggest tribe in ethiopia the oromo and they have been politically and economically disadvantaged for way too long and also um he wanted to now sort out this land issue and a lot of the discrimination that had been happening and that was his mandate and he since april he's been doing things anyway i'll be sharing more right after this wake up africa Welcome back to the Dr. Mumbi Show. My name is Dr. Mumbi Saraki, Africa Watch. Uh, exciting things happening in Ethiopia. Abi Ahmed, since he came to power in April, you know, he's been, he's only been there for a few months, but he's been doing so many things and he's been really, really moving to fulfill his mandate. Now, um, for you guys who don't know, there had been a lot of anger over the land expropriation and unfair compensation in Ethiopia. And actually from 2014, um, it led to protests and later a state of emergency was actually declared. And eventually, you know, the prime minister, the former prime minister, he actually had to resign because things got so thick. Um, and in April of this year, uh, Abiy Ahmed was elected as prime minister. And we saw so many things changing, you know, and it was it was great that the former prime minister actually resigned because there had been three years of protest by the Oromos and they'd been protesting that they'd have been economically and politically marginalized for way too long, even though they represented the majority, you know, the biggest tribe in Ethiopia. And, um, you know, so Abiy Ahmed was brought in on this mandate of addressing the political and economic marginalization of his people and also addressing the issue of land. Now, Addis Ababa and also actually, sorry, uh, addressing the Eritrea question. And we saw him. I mean, it was amazing. We've seen him do so many amazing things. So first, he actually went to Eritrea for the first time ever, ended that, that feud where guys literally, families living across the border had not seen each other for decades because of the the tension that was there between Eritrea and Ethiopia that ended um, you know we saw guys hugging up on each other and that thing you know the Eritrean embassy in Ethiopia was reopened I don't know if you remember those old old cars that hadn't been touched for like two decades um, all of that shifted rather rapidly 
And then we saw him go to the U.S. And on his U.S. tour, he actually held, like, he was like a rock star, man. He was like a superstar. He held this huge, huge um, meeting in Michigan. And Michigan has one of the biggest Ethiopian populations um, in the U.S. where he called on, you know, Ethiopian first, second, third generation to come back home to Ethiopia. And it was, it was epic. And, you know, not just Ethiopia, but a lot of African nations, their biggest contributions to their, you know, to their national budget, to their development, actually comes from from um, the foreign, you know, the their diaspora sending money home, remittance. So remittance in many countries, not just Ethiopia, but even here in Kenya, remittance is higher than some of the loans that these African presidents get from different countries. So he was just like, if we could harness these, it would be as absolutely amazing and you know what um abby actually means okay his name is short for abiyot and it actually means revolution in amharic hey you know names of power names of power what? and um he was it, it, this name i mean it's a common name in ethiopia was given to children in the aftermath of the derg revolution around 1974 he's also a young president he's in his early 40s so this is absolutely huge and um we're seeing so many things. He's released prisoners uh, from from this, you know, from jail. A lot of political prisoners from his community. Uh, and I'd mentioned the thing of hiring 50% of women, but mostly the fact that he's doing this land, reclaiming this land, is absolutely huge, and it has his people so 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 excited because it shows that all these foreigners who've been sitting on land in Addis and in other places. Uh-uh, it's not going to happen anymore. And there is a really, really exciting thing. Oh, yeah, by the way. So we're done with the land thing. Absolutely amazing. Congratulations to Abi Ahmed. But now, so um, there was a weird situation that happened in Addis the other day. Um, a contingency of military personnel rocked up to the parliamentary building. It's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's a massive, you know, lavish place. They rocked up and they demanded to see the prime minister and uh, they came with their weapons. So who knows what was going on? Were they planning to take over the government? Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, this guy has skill, man. He has political skill. So first, um, of course, the, you know, the whole area was cordoned off and then um, they were told to leave their weapons at the gate. So after like two or three hours, they finally got to see the prime minister. And you know what? He was like, for bringing weapons, you guys are going to do 10 push-ups. <laughs> anyway, so they all did push-ups. You can see it here. It was actually kind of cool. Uh, they all did their little push-ups. Uh, he did them with them. I think 10 push-ups or 5 push-ups for them coming, you know, breaking a military order. Because, you know, you're not supposed to go and see the chief of defense or whatever, the chief of the armed forces with your guns and your weapons. Like, huge, huge, huge faux pas. You know, huge, huge, huge break of protocol. But he was able to defuse the situation. And guys have really gotten excited about how he handled that whole thing. Everybody did a few push-ups. Everybody was here. <laughs> thing was diffused and then he just explained to the guys like okay i'll look at your issues because what they want is more salaries you know uh, more compensation and he said you know we want to we, we everyone has to kind of keep their their salaries for now because we want to develop and if we give all the money to the salaries we won't be able to develop but what this shows is he's politically skilled 
he's politically skilled. What was the true intention of like 5,000, you know, military personnel rocking up to his office? Were they trying to do something fishy? Who knows? But he was able to defuse that situation. And um, it shows you that, you know, young leadership, we need these young leaders. We need, we need the young guys to now start taking over because this is absolutely amazing. We're keeping our eye on Ethiopia. Exciting times ahead. May the Most High bless and keep you wherever you are. And, you know, may Ethiopia be blessed and may it come out like a shining star.